0: All right, Crossroads Podcast number fifty-seven. Damn. With the hosts Jake Ryan and James LaFountain. Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. Should we hit the intro before we dive in?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's All run right.
0: it. All right. The intro made by James. The music.
1: Yep. Video by. Jake Ryan I can't hear it what oh.
0: <laughs> oh dang it I forgot to hit the button alright it's only,
1: it's only the 57th podcast
0: uh, dude I don't We're know why learning. the share sound thing doesn't just stay on for
2: sure alright there's a place where deals
0: are made and legends are you're
1: know what to do
0: know anything. I went through the crossroads
1: I didn't I couldn't see the video for that
0: oh
3: my
1: I heard, God. I, I, I heard
0: it but wow i'm just really it. messing things up today huh i'm fired
1: next time dude next I'm... time
0: the devil is not happy right he's, he's like what
1: good. yeah <laughs> oh we didn't know what we're doing
0: yeah he's like dude number 57 it's done no
1: <laughs> oh dude you got you got trucker hats made up
0: i got one sick just it was like a vista print
1: is that embroidered
0: yeah it is fuck yeah dude it's like 20 bucks
1: that's what's up you got a busty i'm, rock- I'm rocking a trucker head today yeah you got the
0: oh. rope on yours huh
1: yeah the only thing i don't like about this is um the material is kind of like that thin canvas type stuff
0: oh i like the uh is okay. it like camo
1: yeah, dude, this is camo. like, this is like my favorite fucking busty hat. It's got the fucking, it's just a type of camo. I can't. There's probably a name for it.
0: Oh, is it a velcro back?
1: No, but it's got a cool like, oh, cool clasp thing on it. It looks
0: like an actual like army hat or
1: something. It's it's sick, dude. I think I think fucking trucker hats are my my thing.
0: Yeah, dude, I like trucker hats. You know, I do. This one's a flex fit. And, you know, I've got a bunch of the snapbacks. Mm-hmm. But I actually didn't realize this was a flex fit. But I do like the flex fit. And... Right. Except it's kind of tight. I got all this hair. Mm-hmm. Ah, like, oh, dude. On my snapbacks, like when I go to work. I gotta go to like the last snap. Really? <laughs> yeah, cause I'll put my hair up in like a like a um a bandana, like a gator neck bandana, you know. Right. But yeah, that one's dope though. <clears throat> Dig it.
1: Dude, I I'm pretty sure I bought like five hats from him and like three or four shirts.
0: <laughs> nice. I yeah. still haven't met him. I should hit that guy up for a podcast sometime, huh?
1: I mean, he might he might be down. He's dope
0: maybe what we need to start doing wait is that his name Bennett is his name oh it's like kind of a nickname or something I mean I don't know I don't know if it's called Bennett (laughs) yeah I don't know
3: if anybody calls him
1: that
0: I like the name Busty it makes me think of like big boobs
1: uh yeah that's (laughs) I was at the gas station one time and I was wearing one of the shirts Uh uh-huh And he's like, (laughs) this dude comes up to me, and he's like, he's like, hey, is that kind of like a chick with big tits (laughs) (laughs) or something like that? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Nice. (laughs) No, I was like, oh, it's it's like a skateboarding thing.
0: Right. Otherwise, and it makes me think I bust a move, like busting a trick.
1: Or like, like, uh, you know, Seattle or bust type shit.
0: Oh, yeah. True that. It looks like a fishing hat
1: it's i don't know dude i don't even know what what's the point of these right
0: i don't know i cut mine off of one of my other hats because it was like too tight i think the hat got washed and it like made it weird and it made it too tight so it like warped the hat so i just cut it off and then it was fine
1: dude i fucking washed my airpods the other day my new ones yeah they still work though. Oh, <laughs> no, sweet. He, somehow I was like, cause I, I was unloading my shit from the washer and they're magnetic for oh. the charger or whatever. The so magnetic charger.
3: Report.
1: It's just the, uh, the wireless charging where you like set it down and the wireless charges, it does that through a magnet. Um, um, so it's got a magnet in it. And I was like looking in the washer, getting all my clothes out and it was like stuck up inside the washer. And I'm like, Fuck. But then I, I tried them out right away, and it worked. So you it got, like,
0: hey. a unit, a washing, like, shared <clears throat> facility?
1: Yeah, but I usually go over to my
0: cousin's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because you got to pay at this place, too.
1: Yeah, and also I'm not trying to, like, hang out over there. <laughs> Run into anybody. The old horny ladies are like, hey, young man. <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> 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 for real dude it's like i mean i'm i'm pretty polite and like i'm super down with like you know
0: old ladies i'm just kidding Yeah. well yeah (laughs) but
1: like just keeping the peace with your neighbors and all that you know
0: love thy Um, neighbor
1: but like man some some old people will just keep you there you know talk your ear off yeah true that
0: i hate that even when i'm like trying to work Sometimes you know the uh contractors will try to gibber jabber, or homeowners are like the worst for if sure. You're, if you're doing a remodel and they just wanna be like, especially if they've been working on their remodel, most of them do like stuff themselves, you know yeah. so then they like eyeball you, keep asking mm-hmm. questions. This one dude the other day he's like keeps poking his head in like through the masking, we're like spraying pokes his head in (laughs) casey well anybody does that i just spray him (laughs) but uh yeah dude and then he goes he's like sipping his coffee you know and he's like hey do you guys want me to do this or that sorry my adderall is kicking in right now yeah oh geez buddy you're getting all wired right now
1: Mm -hmm. yeah man (laughs) it's it's pretty crazy fucking i don't know like i get it there there is an importance to like having talks and shit you know like like at work and stuff you can kind of tell when uh you know because like at the shop where i work uh when you show up for the most part we'll have like just a meeting every morning you know and just talk about safety shit and just where we're at and work and all that shit, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you can you can tell like when that doesn't happen and there's not a lot of like, even if it's just going over the same shit, you know, things kind of start to get a little less organized and and you know, if I think you don't it's a, talk. yeah, like you you just kind of so I, I get it with old people when they're like. You know they don't really get that a lot you see someone walking by and they're just like oh hey how you doing and you try to have a whole ass conversation when you're just trying to do your laundry
0: yeah true people do get lonely and they just want somebody to talk to it's not especially for them they're not like us that are like connected like virtually like we're able to talk like this they might i don't know but most of them are like i don't know how to do a facetime Uh, and you know do a virtual call and i mean who knows if most of them even know how to operate like their cell phones for sure when you start getting really old like like my dad he doesn't really understand a lot of that stuff still he got a smartphone and i'll send him he's like hey will you send me that link or send me that youtube video right and i'll just send him a link to a text message and he's like how does this work yeah just click the link it'll open up right away Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: but yeah dude it's it's crazy how like you know It doesn't really matter how old you are either like you could be pretty young so i know people around my age like that just don't really know shit like my my cousin Corey, she she really doesn't know shit about electronics like she might know how to like work the tv you know
0: oh yeah kayliana's not so savvy either and then there's some old folks that they're like they know it you know for sure exactly
1: well well because they live with uh chase's grandma Uh Corey's husband chase Uh and she's like that dude like she does all her own shit for the most part like you know she's on facebook and you know and communicating is is kind of like that too like some older people like will be coming in with their like they just don't know what's going on you know
0: (laughs) oh yeah oh just straight up like talking (laughs)
1: <laughs> but like on the they don't internet even know how to talk like... so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're fucking idiots man. yeah but no like you know what i mean just that you know people will be fucking around or something and then it's just that that generational thing but but then you see the same thing where it's like there'll be some really really old person that's just with it you know they're they're just cool you know
0: Well, you know, it makes me think, I went to my first, like, my cousin Casey has been inviting me to like a men's group, AA men's group. So I went to my first one yesterday, and it was pretty intense, but there were some guys in there, you know, of course, talking, telling their stories, and some guys were like, if I could just put it into the right words, you know, but I'm not that good with words, but I'll tell you, man, dude, I was sweating, like, right when I walked in. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, dude. I had to hold back my tears sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, holy shit. I'm here right now.
1: Right. But it was good. For sure. That's awesome, man.
0: Yeah, dude. I, think uh, it's cool. I was trying to just sneak in and sneak out, you know? But... Yeah. But... Of course, when they're like, any first-timers here? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
1: I would have been like, no, nah, I mean, you could have totally, too. Like, if you would have just kept your mouth shut, you would be like, no, nah, dude, i do this shit all the time.
0: Yeah, true that. And uh, so then some guys, of course, were like, hey, Jake, it's your first time. And, you know, then they kind of the talking right to me. Right. And then there was a few guys that would, like, kind of put the – talk to me directly while sharing with everybody and then uh, of course they're like when the guy kind of leading the meeting was like well why don't you tell us a little bit about your story so we can get to more.' I'm like, 'Fuck, I'm like fuck I didn't think I was going to have to share my story today mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it was just pretty simple but just you know, <laughs> kind of explain why I wanted to quit which is just like man i can't control it once i start i can't stop might wake up in jail or the hospital or somewhere and after having wife and kids i'm like dude i can't mm -hmm. keep doing this and but yeah so i'm gonna try and do that more often now
1: that's pretty cool man something i i just thought like I think it's kind of cool, man, because, you know, it's pretty much the same thing with me. And, like, I'm sure, you know, we both got stories that are like, yeah, that's not good. Uh Um, But nothing, like, really bad happened, you know, like, and I think that's kind of, it's pretty cool, man. Because I think it's more common now that people are just like, you know, probably, it's probably around our age, too, (laughs) but people are just realizing that they're, they're, you know, they don't have like such a healthy relationship with it. And it's not that anything really crazy bad happened. Like, you know, cause I've heard stories of like people in my family and like my parents and all the people they used to run with and shit. And like, I'm like, I have no idea how you guys are alive or like not in prison or like yeah. some crazy.
0: All right. We had a technical difficulty. I don't know what happened, but it froze. We back. and We back. What you're saying, just how thankful that nothing extremely bad happened from alcohol.
1: Yeah, I just think it's cool that, and I think it's becoming more common too, that people are quitting just because, you know, quitting ahead of time before anything bad real happens.
0: Yeah, I may have been talking before, I've been working in Great Falls on that bank. And... Yeah, I ran into a few guys that have been sober for a while, and yeah, you know, I guess we could kind of realize when things started getting bad, like, uh, even if it was, you know, mental health, physical health, or just, like, relationships, and even for me, like, my work, I, like, I would just stop caring about, like, working you know, <clears throat> right. Which is weird. I, I don't know. I guess it's that part of me that is just like, fuck it,
1: you know, dude. Yeah. Cause I, I actually quit for, it was quite a while. I was, it was a few months. It was like, I want to say it was like six months or something. I quit for a while. Mm-hmm. And then a pandemic happened mm. and I wasn't working and the fucking world was ending. So yeah, I went I went into major fucking mode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how I don't know. It's kind of one of those things well, I would use alcohol well, I just got so used to, at first it was like, yo, I'm gonna party, you know, have fun and be more social. So I'm a pretty mm-hmm. shy guy, actually. Mm-hmm. And... Chicks, when I was like, well, I want to have more courage to, like, make a move here and not be so self-conscious about my body or, you know, like, am I going to be good enough? Am I going to have a big enough wiener? <laughs> right. I, I always hated that shit where it's like, all right, it's time to, like... You know, get down and it's always like, y'all, it's all good. I've never fucking had nobody be like, oh, my God. Right. But, (laughs) you know, it's that self-consciousness, low self-esteem type stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, the alcohol for that initially. And then it was like, oh, to feel better, like my body would hurt. From like work, I'm like, well, this makes my muscles and my body feel better. I can numb the pain. And then it was just like, fuck if I'm pissed off, having a bad day. The booze. If I want to sit and write a song, I'll be more inspired if I'm drunk. I don't know.
3: Yeah.
0: Weird. And then it's just like, fuck everything I do, I want to drink now. Right.
1: For sure, man. Yeah, it's it's like the whole <clears throat> uh, like definition of addiction is uh, something that you want to quit, but you, you keep doing, or something that you know is bad for you, and you keep doing it anyways. You know, so
0: yeah, that is the weirdest thing. Insanity. Yeah and or whatever like you know what the outcome will be but you keep making the same choice thinking it'll be different and that's what i would think is like well maybe i could just have one right and i get like a double tall can and it's like no dude as soon as i drank that one i'm just craving another and then I think that's what they say with the alcoholism at least that's what i've been learning is how they say it's an obsession of the mind and an allergy of the body something Mm -hmm. and i still fight it you know like i'm watching uh you know videos about my favorite rock bands and stuff like that and it still is like kind of triggering where it's like oh man But most of those guys had to clean up anyways, because it's like, dude, you took it way too far. Just an extremist. I'm just a binger. If I'm doing anything, I'm binge it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's it's a balance, man. Like, you know, I do. There is something, like, pretty cool about the whole, like, Hunter S. Thompson kind of, like, fuck it all. Mm Mm-hmm mentality you
0: know um i kind of was into that you know for a while like let's see if i experiment with this substance how my art will change
1: right yeah man uh i mean for sure yeah it's
0: but then i was like well what's it like if i don't do anything
1: <clears throat> right yeah i don't i don't think it's like better or or worse it's just different you know like yeah you're gonna be making different shit if you're sober it doesn't mean it's gonna be worse like there are there are things that are like for sure you're more productive when you're sober you know you might yeah. not be like as like in tune or whatever you know whatever reason you're like trying to
0: like getting the vibe going like for, okay for example something i always think of is like i you know i've be addicted to psychedelic drugs while even just marijuana or mushrooms LSD was my favorite, especially to sit down and make music. Because for me, it felt like I could tap into, like, the ether so much better. It was, like, easier to just tap into, like, the spirit world. Yeah. And let it, like, flow through me easier to the point where it was, like, I don't even really have to think about it. It just happens. Mm Mm-hmm and where I would tap into more of like a primal thing where it felt like, you know, the universe or even almost like a caveman mode where I'm like, dude, I'm like tapping back into the old, the primal. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling of like the cosmic nature, tribal feeling, I don't know. and For sure. <clears throat> so trying to figure out how to tap into that again without it. I'm oh like god, I got to get there.
1: Well, <clears throat> for sure it's possible. And you know, like we just we live in such a weird time that because like there's there's too much available for us and I think we are supposed to be sober, you know, for the most part. Uh-huh. Like You know, I do think, but just, like, the way humans have existed for, like, hundreds of thousands of years is probably, like, you know, just being sober, you know, like, probably didn't call it that back then because, like, Mm, it wasn't a problem because you could just go to a store and get, you know, but I'm sure those experiences were there, you know, like, I'm sure people. So, like, I, I think being sober is its own experience and it's not i mean it it is better i think you know as far as like being sober from the things that are that are hurting you you know
0: yeah for sure and that's the thing is i because still in my mind i'm like well i do want to have like ayahuasca ceremony one day you know yeah it's not like i'm gonna be like, oh my god get high on ayahuasca because i'm like dude i'm gonna go through a fucking very strange trip and i do love those trips i'm just trying to be a little more like a sacred like treat them like a sacrament where as before i would treat them like breakfast (laughs) right you know
1: yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at like i think that's what the experience is supposed to be you know is like have those experiences but for the most part it's up to you to like be able to incorporate that or um you know what whatever you learn from that work on that in in real life like with nothing else just by using your knowledge and just like what you already have inside you you know because that's honestly that's what it is like you don't really need anything like for the most part, like, yeah, you need food and shelter. And then after a certain point, like your needs start to, you know, like you need community and all these other things, you know, but for the most part, like, you know, you only need so much and all these things that we think we need, like there's stuff that it's just stuff that we want, you know, and then when you get addicted to shit and then it's available all over the place, um, you know, like it's just
0: like the know. rock star
1: <laughs> for sure, dude. I fucking, need my rock star, bro. Yeah, like caffeine and nicotine. Like that's what I'm thinking of. Of course, yeah. alcohol is is widely available. Well, yeah, um,
0: nicotine. uh I'm sure they'd be like smoking tobacco. You know, back in the day, like pure tobacco yeah yeah right once they started making cigarettes with like all the additives dude cigarettes were hard to get you still smoke cigarettes
1: i'll have one every once in a while
0: yeah dude they're so hard to get off of like i've quit them multiple times i haven't been smoking at all nowadays um my wife still smokes but that's why I don't, because I'm like, fuck, if I have one, I don't know, I might just be back on, and I even thought about that last night. I don't know what I was watching, like, uh, it was like a documentary about Johnny Thunders, an old kind of, like, punk rock guitar singer, dude. Right. And, you know, when people are like, he was like the epitome of a rock and roll punk, blah, 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 blah. and at a point in my life that's what I identified with where it was like I almost like I wanted to become that there was a point in my life where I was like I want to be the sober person and then I was like no I just want to be the rebel Right. I'll do whatever smoke cigarettes every time you see me whatever you know slash have it hanging out you know where it was like Part of your character.
1: It's weird. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> I mean, it it is it is weird, but people do you know, and it it could it reminds me of shit like Little Peep, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and just a lot of people that are in that position and
0: oh yeah like shit, his, shit like his, that his kind of character or identity or even all of his friends he's surrounded with
1: yeah and just even like lean culture and and just rapping about drugs and what the audience
0: well, might want you to be or who they want you to be
1: yeah just like i mean it, you can't blame people for doing something that works you know mm-hmm. or and I, also i'm not against rapping about drugs or drugs in
0: definitely done it a lot you know that used to kind of even be yeah i mean what i represented or whatever you know
1: it's just it it is what it is but like you just gotta imagine that it's hard to to get away from that when it's everywhere and then you know you're basically getting paid to do that. Like
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. I was talking to homies we were uh <laughs> eating at the bar restaurant in the hotel, Great Falls, Best Western, you know. And they had a guitar player in the corner singing. Right. And homie was talking about it, like, Man, this is cool and I was like, Yeah, dude, I love live music And was saying like I used to do gigs like this, you know, where, like sing some cover songs in the corner throwing some of your own tunes. And uh I was just saying kind of like I don't really want to do that type of stuff anymore. I want to do like more uh, put on a theatrical performance and get a good band and uh also when I would be doing those bar gigs just getting fueled with drinks. So then it became like, well, I mean, this is kind of part of the gig. Like, I'm up here. I get drunk. Everybody else is getting drunk. And we say, hey, cheers, everybody. Go grab another beer. Uh um, right. Whatever. And then I'm just getting sloshed. And people pro- And then in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm getting drunk with everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, probably getting a little sloppier. But and then I'm like, you know, once I start getting drunk, I'm like getting more into it. Right. And I don't know. It just—it's just one of those things, <clears throat> like a lifestyle
1: thing. I mean, honestly, that—that's like—that's the number one reason people drink is because it makes you not give a fuck, and it—it it does have that. I don't like give that, a
0: fuck if she's fat. I'm getting that. No, <laughs> dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like. <laughs> it's it serves its purpose you know like it's 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 valuable in that way because like everybody has that you know being self-conscious and self-aware by the way
0: i don't care about you know i don't judge people if they're large or small (laughs) just so anybody out there's like hey i'm fat you know i've (laughs) i love fat people i don't even (laughs) want to say the word fat uh i'm not i don't know you know it's like pc now i don't even know if you can say that
1: <laughs> i'm pretty sure you i mean you just did yeah
0: what's know. gonna happen <laughs> somewhere you know god is disappointed and he's like oh but you know some folks just love the large fo- they're you know they're more into that dude i i just started a feet finder account did i tell you that no taking i'm gonna take pictures of my feet and put them up for sale yeah (laughs) yeah i'm like dude people are into feet Yep. i'm doing a dirty feet like because i'm like well i got like dirty hippie feet you know right so take pictures uh i want to make some artistic pictures you know um then just do like nature pictures or like yo i'm gonna you can make videos too so it'll be like okay i'm gonna squirt like hershey's chocolate syrup all over my feet <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> uh, i mean i can't i can't hate the hustle man
0: dude i'm trying to get my wife on it now because i'm like dude you have a hundred shoes that you never wear mm-hmm. all of these like high heels and shit
1: dude I mean, I don't know why like every woman on the planet isn't selling their feet pigs.
0: Dude, even the guys. You know. <laughs> I, you know, somebody's like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I honestly didn't know. Like, I, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I yeah, guess, dude. of course.
0: Um, but so, you know, Kayliana asks me, she's like, oh, yeah, like, people want to see your hairy feet i'm like prop i don't know maybe they do. i'll shave them i guess and right. i'm telling the guys at work and my cousins like maybe they want to see a video of you shaving your feet oh like, for sure oh, yeah dude I've- <laughs> the everything you can think of something nobody else is doing i'm like i don't know put it in some skittles uh squish <laughs> it in the mud
1: i got oh, one what you, you should you should do one of you shaving your feet but then you should also do like a time lapse of the hair growing back oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: somebody out that's like i just love watching the hair grow back <laughs> but
1: dude i like has it has anybody done that like uh, that's that's got to be that's a thing people you have to try to find shit nobody has done before like that yeah. dude that like he'll like suction cup the sticks to his nipples and then he'll like knock off the poker chips and like he just does <laughs> these crazy stunts and like little trick shots and shit but like he just uses his nipples
0: <laughs> oh i've seen that guy but oh, it's like nobody's
1: gosh. he's the first guy to do that so he's got really good at some really obscure he's, stupid he's thing itch, yeah.
0: well if you like took a picture of your feet and then photoshop it so you have like you know, like twenty toes on one foot or something. I don't know. Somebody yeah. out there's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I don't know. You know, and uh, you know, one of these dudes who was like, "I don't know, man." You know, like, what do you think people are doing with your photos? I'm like, "Oh, are you trying to say somebody's out there jacking off to my picture?" I'm like, well, they could be doing that to the Facebook picture, right? You know. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah for sure <laughs> like p- chicks will post pictures and it'll show their feet and they'll like blur their feet out
0: <laughs> really
1: yeah i've seen that
0: they're like self-conscious of their toes <laughs> oh they just
1: don't want to give away free
0: feet pics oh yeah true that only feet mm-hmm. that's probably another app uh...
1: only toes
0: <laughs> only toes yeah dude uh Dude at work was like Putting my stilts on or something He's like man you got like pointy feet And I What the fuck And I was like You know what they say about pointy feet right (laughs) (laughs) I was like I was like well Truth is My foot is just one big toe Like like One giant toenail Yeah
1: (laughs) mm-hmm but man you got pointy
0: feet we got pointy feet I'm like, what dude man. yeah feet are weird dude sometimes you know especially when i'd be on psychedelics i'd like look at my hands and be like whoa what the fuck
1: i do that do... like when i'm sober
0: dude <laughs> it's so weird to just like look at your hands or look at your toes and you're like dude this is crazy like this like what the fuck? i don't know why it's so weird it's just it almost seems like alien sometimes i don't know why
1: dude yeah it's weird when like (laughs) i don't know man when you see people that have like weird hands
0: (laughs) yeah they have like um like somebody once told me like oh you have et fingers because my fingers will be like
1: well that's what i mean not 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 like deformities but like just how everyone's hands are shaped different you know
0: yeah like i'll have like long skinny fingers and some people have like short stubby fingers
1: yeah like my hands are pretty small actually i mean not like small but like my brother's hands are fucking huge compared to mine and we're about the same height, you know.
0: True that, <laughs> dude. Like it is pretty crazy. Uh, Buckethead. Yeah. Fucking, I'd see some videos of him. I'm like, dude, how the hell do you stretch your fingers so far? I know. <laughs> but we were talking about doing a top 10 guitarist or top 10 favorite guitarist um yeah did you put a list together at all
1: no but i could throw one together it wouldn't it wouldn't really be top 10 but it would be a list of 10 10. favorites yeah
0: what do you want to just go off the top of your mind
1: sure um i mean want to just go one
0: by one with each other or something
1: yeah so i'm i'm guessing we're probably gonna have some that are the same probably and sound sounded like you were about to bring out Buckethead. Mm-hmm. So I'll put Buckethead as my first one. Because, yeah, he's got crazy fucking fingers, man. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I got into him super, super heavy. I can't even remember how I found out about him. Um,
0: Guns and Roses was, was how I did.
1: I think I found out about him through Josh because he was always listening. Oh, it was because Josh listened to Primus Mm. and wasn't he didn't he do something with Primus?
0: Probably. They're eclectic musicians.
1: Maybe maybe he was just like into both of them at the same time or something. But yeah, dude, I got Mr. Bungle. Yeah, Mr. Bungle fucking um yeah dude he's he's amazing he's definitely top 10 for
0: sure i was thinking about putting him on my list oh you didn't put him on there Uh, no oh okay well but i mean uh, i never really have listened to him enough i Mm -hmm. think he's definitely like amazing for some reason he was just not one i like listened to a lot for sure i should though because that album Colma, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Dude, that, I was listening to that and it felt like that was like the first time I ever felt like I actually meditated or something. I mm-hmm. was listening to that and right. I do want to listen to it again. Um, I mean, he is definitely up there. He's definitely sure. the top greatest guitar players. Oh,
2: yeah. Because yeah. I'm like,
0: dude, this dude is i like him more than you know like joe satriani steve vai john petrucci yngwie moussin i'm like
1: you still kind of put him in that class of of like nerdy guitarist yeah
0: he's definitely a virtuoso or something but he's like so creative right like he'll do things that i'm like whoa who how did you Mm -hmm. think of that definitely yeah um but, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of my guys are probably more, like, standard. Yeah. I wasn't even sure about putting Eddie Van Halen on there, but I did. He's well, kind of, like, my number 10. Yeah.
1: What's What's your first one you want to go with? You start well, with 10?
0: Yeah, that's where I – and then I'll go make my way up. I guess some of my first, like, honorable mention – of course, I'm like, yo, Robert Johnson – but he's not one of my like favorites that I've listened to a lot, but I do love that old blues. But really, Angus Young from ACDC is kind of who I started playing guitar because of Angus Young. <laughs> okay. A simple guitar player, though, I would feel like, you know, like they kind of stick to a classic blues and just rock easy chords yep. um, but i think that's just when i was a kid that was what got me into music right away but he's not even on my top 10 but i put eddie van halen on there just because he's like such an innovator but he's kind of a pop guitar player i would say yeah and uh and i wasn't really ever super into like a lot of his riffs
1: yeah but number (laughs) 10. um i mean yeah i'm going i'm just going off the top so mine's not (coughs) in any particular order but let's see um I'll go with, even though he's a bass player, I'll go with Paul McCartney. Oh. Just because, like, the harmony, you know, in his writing
3: Uh
1: was, like, yesterday, you know, just like the chords in there. Uh I, I just love those chords that are, like, really unique really like melodic, but they're not like just your standard chords, you know?
0: Dude, yeah. He uh, dude, the melodies they could write and their chord choices and like the notes they would choose. Yep. There were some of the best at that and like the uh, changes of like minor to major or vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. I definitely think paul mccartney is cool and he's still rocking which is crazy right
3: yeah
0: um next i was putting uh john frusciante of the red hot chili peppers for sure i just like his kind of Jimi hendrix style but he can like rock and he can play like not standard like pop guitar Mm -hmm. it's kind of funky i don't know that's cool
1: or alternative mm-hmm. <clears throat> hell yeah Yeah, dude. i mean i i always think about how he was like because he grew up listening to the red hot chili peppers oh yeah dude and then he ends up in the band like that's that's like the ultimate dream come true you know like Because you'll always think about that for the rest of your life. Like, man, I was just a kid in my room listening to these guys and watching them on TV and shit.
0: Yeah, and you, of course they say he was like, you were my favorite band. And you end Mm -hmm. up in your favorite band.
1: That was the same with... uh... What's the bass player for Metallica?
0: Oh, Robert Trujillo? Mm Mm-hmm i didn't realize i mean
1: i mean yeah it had to have been right because it was jason newstead for probably his whole like childhood and
0: yeah i'm I'm not exactly sure the time frame but for sure he was watched that uh the auditions to get into metallica the bass player auditions and some kind of monster
3: right
0: you ever see that Mm mm-hmm yeah, dude, that was awesome. <clears throat> I I love Robert Trujillo. He's dope. He plays with his fingers.
1: Yep. I like that. Hmm. Man, I should have I should have prepared something. Um, I'll go with. Man, I'm surprised we haven't had any crossover yet. I'll say I know a few that we're probably going to share, but they're probably up there on your list.
0: I mean, you can still say them.
1: Oh, no, I know, but. um, hmm. Okay, I'll just go with, with Jimmy then, because that's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix
0: is my number one. Wait, Jimmy For Page sure. or Jimmy Hendrix? No, Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, he's definitely my number one.
1: Yeah, he was. I might put him at number one too, if I was doing it in order,
3: uh-huh.
1: just cause like, I don't know, man, when I, when I pick up a guitar and I play the guitar for me, there's still so much like kind of like, I'm not that great at the guitar where I, it's like effortless, you know, I'm still kind of like learning and trying, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but man, just like what What he did with the guitar like it like it was beyond the instrument itself like he was like fucking singing through that thing you know right yeah and it was effortless at that point because like he fucking he mastered it you know And it just totally you totally dominate the instrument and you can do anything and everything you know and it's like yeah not a lot of people that that can do that
0: yeah, I kind of won with the instrument and what, you know, it took me some time to actually like for Jimi Hendrix to grow on me, you know, cause of course I heard like Foxy lady, purple haze voodoo child. And it's like, dude, these songs are fucking rocking. Yep. Um, but then once I started listening to his records, more now, <clears throat> more of the deep cuts. And I was like, Whoa, dude, this is like weird and it was really hard to understand it's still hard for me to understand and learn his guitar playing but there's just something about his like techniques and the weird chords he would use Um, like in the beginning of uh castles made of sand there's like these weird chords but like little wing i'm like dude i love little wing yeah yeah Gary, um, but yeah, Jimi Hendrix is definitely my number one, <clears throat> especially because for me, whenever I play the guitar, you know, you know, I like try to, who I draw inspiration from, and I once read something that they'd say, Jimi Hendrix could like draw inspiration from anything. And so jimmy hendrix's spirit is the one i like try to tap into and stay connected with and be like if there's any spirit of music i want to flow through me it's jimmy hendrix mm-hmm. or just one of my favorites you know? for sure fuck yeah dude but yeah so he was my number one but okay speaking of hendrix the next on my list was stevie ray vaughn mm-hmm. who was dyke like, Reminds me of Hendrix. Right. And I think the reason I love Stevie Ray Vaughan is because he's just the blue. He like mastered the blues or something, I would say. Yeah. And he reminded me of Hendrix. He'd do all the like tricks, um, you know, play behind his head with his teeth, behind the back. And but you can just hear it like when he's like he'll hit a note. It's like anybody could hit that note, but somehow when he hits it, whatever the vibe and energy he's putting in it, you're like, Whoa, dude, that sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan. just hit that note for sure. And sure, everybody's got their own tone, but I don't know, dude. Plus, he got sober, which I thought was cool, yeah. So, he was my number eight. Number
1: eight? <laughs> um, let's see. I'll uh, throw Jack White in there.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't put him on my list. I didn't even think of Jack White for some reason.
1: Yeah, he just popped in my head. Um. Yeah, man. Like, he's he's insane <laughs> I
0: love Jack White actually he's so creative right
1: I honestly need it's kind of one of those like you were just saying like you know you'd like to get into them more but you just never have
0: mm-hmm. I um, need to yeah
1: but I just you know I've seen stuff like I've seen in the studio stuff with him um obviously I've heard some of his music you know
3: mm-hmm
1: um, but yeah, man, I think it's, it's not just the guitar playing, you know, I think for some people it might be, but for me, it's like, it's the person and like the impact they have just mm-hmm. on, on everybody, you know, And just to even be able to, to come up with a song that's like one of those songs that. Everybody learns when they play the guitar, you know.
0: Oh yeah, Seven Nation Army.
1: Right. (laughs) There's like uh, there's like three songs, you know, and it's like that's one of them. Yeah,
0: it is. I think I was trying to teach my dad that once, and he was like, kind of learning it, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Jack White's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. And I like how he'll use those like octave pedals and stuff that kind of makes your guitar sound like. Deeper, bassier, fuzzier mm. Stuff like that But it made that kind of made me think of uh, Well, I guess next on my list was Tom Morello mm. And just because I'm like Another guy that's just so creative with the guitar I heard that he said that he Would try to play his guitar like a hip-hop producer Right so just that creativity of being like, I'm going to use my guitar differently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get these weird sounds that nobody else is playing it like this. For sure. So I think that's what I've always loved about Tom Morello.
3: That's dope.
1: Yeah. Like when you were saying, um, I can't remember who you were talking about, but they were saying that like guitar and, and trap beats doesn't really uh-huh. mix, you know? Um, and even now, like, you, people say guitar guitar beats, they kind of think of, like, low Peep type beats, you know, or Juice uh-huh. World type shit.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but, dude, there's so many songs that... There's a million rap songs that have guitar in it, you know, but it's like you don't really think about it because it's not really, like, the way a guitar would be used in, like, a rock song or yeah Whatever.
0: sometimes i would if i was producing a hip-hop beat like trap beat especially i wouldn't really even be playing chords it would be like i'm gonna hit one note or maybe a harmonic and mm-hmm. give it some bend or just the whammy bar like right. because <clears throat> i'm like yo this is like uh you can make that same sound through like a keyboard or a synth yeah. a lot of hip-hop producers would do and i'm like i'll just make it through a guitar you know? for sure so yeah. it sounds better sometimes to me i just like that psychedelic sound though where it's like you give it a little bit of flanger some reverb a little tiny bit of like delay yeah and it just sounds like spacey, Mm -hmm. but like you say with juice world and little peep where they would come up with those really good, like kind of like emo arpeggiations or something like that Mm -hmm. feel like a lot, or just like a really cool little strumming pattern,
3: right? Yeah.
0: I don't even know who those guitar players really were. Maybe just a producer or something.
1: Dude, I I was reading this thread. Um, it was about Lil Peep. Uh-huh. And just, uh, oh, it was about the Crybaby EP and just, like, the whole history on it. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember what song it was. I think it was, it might have been Crybaby or Absolute in Doubt. But one of the producers um or The producer on one of those songs That was like his first beat That he ever made
0: Oh, nice
1: And it became fucking One of his like Biggest songs, bigger songs, you know Like Big Head? What uh was it real? was It was It was someone a little I can't remember It was like LaDerek mm. Or somebody charlie shuffler no i don't know
0: i know that those guitar riffs are super fun to make i love making those
1: dude yeah and that's that's kind of what i was saying is like you don't you don't even really realize there's guitar in a lot of songs because it'll just be so something so like simple um and that's that's what's fun about producing that type of shit too is like it doesn't really need a lot, you know. Like you could literally just play like two or three notes, mm-hmm. just a little melody, kind of just repeating in the background, and it's like sounds hella dope because it's guitar, you know. Like, and just for those types of beats, you don't really need to like compose a fucking masterpiece, you know. You just like yeah. throw some guitar in there and it sounds sweet.
0: Dude, true that. Um. Well, yeah, I was saying Tom Morello. Did you have anybody else you would say? Um. why I say another one.
1: So. Let's see that would be what seven. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I definitely should have thought about something before. Um. How about you just go with your seven, and I'll think about it while you're talking.
0: Well, my next is the sixth one, and, uh, well, I kind of put two and one, but Kirk Hammett first, and then I put, you know, like James Hetfield right next to him, because I'm like, well, they're kind of like, they kind of go hand in hand.
1: I'll, I'll, uh, I'll actually put Kirk as my seven, because, yeah, I don't know how I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah, and I mean Kirk Hammett, I guess, because I'm just like, dude, he was probably one of the guitar players I would study his solos. Mhm. And they were so they were tough, but there was they were orchestrated well. And it was like, well, if you can just learn like each little part and right. then you know i feel like they all kind of followed the blues scale mostly mm-hmm. um but yeah he would do kind of like kind of a mix between the blues and like orchestration right and, and i think that's really what i love but yeah hetfield dude i don't know i'm sure that kirk was writing a lot of their other riffs you know their rhythm riffs too
1: mm-hmm.
0: but hetfield's rhythm riffs i'm like dude this fucking crazy
1: yeah for sure yeah dude kirk Kirk kama's solos always been insane to me Uh it's just some of that shit similar to slash where it's like it's just it's not just a part of the song it's almost like like you could sing a lot of those solos you know like Yeah, they're they're so catchy and they're just like, they're perfect, you know,
0: dude. And the way he plays the wah with them sometimes, it's like really he's like pinpoint with it. He's like, no, I know how I want it to sound at the right moment. Have you heard Kirk Hammett's solo album at all? No. Did you know he has one? No. It's just a four song instrumental album. It just came out like a month or something ago. To check that out. yeah dude super dope. I was actually surprised that Metallica was like, yeah go ahead and make a solo album <laughs> right because I'm pretty sure that's why they fired Jason Newstead hmm. did you hear that? I didn't know that yeah I don't think
2: so
0: Newstead had you know some other like side project going on and I think I don't think Hatfield liked that and he's like, well, you're in Metallica right the biggest rock band in the world and mm-hmm. you know and just I don't think newstead liked that and he was just like well if I can't just make a record in my home studio with some other guys and and you have a problem with it then whatever man yeah you know? i right. don't so I think he left i don't think he was actually like fired mm. but I think that that's uh, but you know I love Metallica dude, yeah what do you think of Megadeth I've been watching Megadeth documentary
1: Megadeth is dope I do some... love
0: Dave Mustaine some people hate him
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't really have I don't know like know a whole lot about it
0: dude to me they're like Metallica cranked up another notch cause I'm like you know he was in Metallica Mm -hmm. and he hired really uh, you know he hired some other really great guitar players too Uh, like Marty Friedman was like another virtuoso but yeah Dave Mustaine he's got that weird voice that you know people can't look past that voice right I mean next up I put Dimebag Daryl that
1: was he popped in my head while while we were talking. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Oh yeah, you had a dime bag guitar, huh?
1: Um, it was yeah. I don't know if it was a dime bag one, but it was a Dean.
0: Was did it have that shape? It was uh,
1: was it? Yeah, it was like the X kind of looking one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, that uh, he's like the only one I can even think of that played that guitar i'm sure other guys did but...
1: yeah i usually don't like those crazy shaped guitars like you know those those bc Rich, like the warlocks or whatever yeah i don't i don't really like those but yeah the Dimebag ones are pretty cool it's it's comfortable to play because it's like the flying v so you could set the v on your leg like that uh-huh. or but you could also set it flat because it has the x part
0: Yeah, I've never really played Dean, but I would. I I would like to have, like, a dime bag guitar just because I'm like, fucking dime bag. Dude, his Mm -hmm. squeals, his, like, he would do this little harmonic thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like at the end of Cemetery Gage, hear that, Yeah. and uh, you probably already know this, but he would do this technique where he kind of, like, pluck the string with his pinky. And then with his index finger, he'd have it, like, hit the harmonic with that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I still haven't really mastered that, but, oh, man.
1: Yeah. Pinch harmonic, I think. Pinch harmonic. Yeah,
0: and I'll hit the pinch harmonics sometimes with my, like... With your pick. With my pick hand. Mm-hmm. But that little trick he does, I need to practice it. And, hmm. I didn't I, know like, you do it like that yeah so like pluck the string so that it like you pluck it to like an open or something right but then you would have like your other finger already resting on like that makes sense the seventh fret or 12th fret or i don't even know Mm Mhm. so he's like the only one i could ever hear get those like insane squeals right um Dude, i got to show you this one guitar. (coughs) I can't even... You have probably seen it. Uh, Dave Mustaine would play this weird... I think it might have been a BC Rich. Okay. Yeah. Alright, check this thing out. What is this thing? Maybe... Alright. I still don't really understand what it is. Alright. Have you ever seen this guitar? Can you see it?
1: Yeah, I can see it. I think I might have
0: I don't even understand it Like you'll see Dave Mustaine playing it Um But yeah dude See it's got these weird What the hell? Things right here And I'm like What's Why
2: that everyone? for <laughs> no idea
0: Yeah I have no idea But One day I'd like to try it out would be cool yeah like that guitar pretty cool but it's not really like i don't like to really rock all the weird shapes i'm not i'm not even into that really like it's not my style that's what i was talking
1: about i think that's the warlock
0: yeah warlock like that's even yeah stranger
1: it's too too cool
0: (laughs) too cool man too gnarly it's like, I just don't play that style of music that would sound good through it, but Flying V's. I like the V's.
1: Flying V's dope.
0: Yeah. And that's, I do still have that Jackson. King V, Kerry King V. Right. I want to get some new pickups for it, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah um so my turn yep <laughs> i'll go with go with uh bradley noel oh nice I yeah i didn't think of him i'm kind of glad i didn't put something together because i probably wouldn't have thought of some of these people um Hey, just that that he was crazy man just the punk punk energy you know and Mm -hmm. that whole ska and even even the softer shit you know
0: oh like yeah he would kind of have that reggae and like acoustic stuff i really liked his acoustic
1: yeah dude and just like seeing them live too like um like videos of it you know
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um they're just so comfortable on stage. I mean, they're probably fucked up, but like, right. they're still playing everything, just like awesome, you know? And yeah, everybody fucking. Solo too. Yeah, that's. I was thinking of him too when when I was talking about like solos that you can sing along with. Like, it's some of those solos. I mean, they might might not be him. I'm not sure. I think like, they I, are.
0: Cause... I mean,
1: some some of them are, but there's another good guitar player, right?
0: I don't think so. <clears throat> okay, maybe I'm I wrong. I think it was just like a three-piece. You're right. Um, um, But then they got Rome nowadays. Yeah. Rome. Right.
1: But yeah, dude, it's just another one of those, like, you know, like, you write classic songs. And yeah, dude, I, I fuck
0: with it, I think i love sublime
1: everybody's got that album in high school you know at parties and shit like even to this day like the one with the tattoo on the back yeah 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 everybody knows that shit so
0: oh for sure
1: uh
0: dude i was just watching a thing on sublime's website about the album art for 40 ounce to freedom the sun and just how it came together and how that thing became like, like a, almost like a cultural phenomenon. That son, right? Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, Bradley Noel, good choice, man. I wish that he was still alive. For sure. He was definitely one of my faves. Um. Yeah, of course, next on my list, next to Dimebacker, I put Zach Wild. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, of course, his, like, electric guitars so are crazy, awesome. Um, and his pinch harmonics. But I'm actually a huge fan of his, like, acoustic stuff. Yeah. Like, his ballads, and he can play, like, the piano really good.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Fucking okay, dude.
0: I literally listen to Zach Wild, Ry- Zach Wild, like pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, of course, his stuff with Ozzy, but I'm a big fan of Black Label Society. Right. And his, have you heard his Book of Shadows material? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm like, <clears throat> love it. Fuck yeah. man. And his voice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. For sure. He's great. Um, <clears throat> hmm.
0: Once he became a Viking, bro, do you remember him back when he was like, didn't even have a beard? Yeah. Didn't dress like a biker and then all of a sudden one day it's like, whoa, dude, this dude just turned into a barbarian. Right.
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Zach, wow, that's a good one, man. Um, what number was that for you?
0: Uh, number four.
1: Four. Um. Hmm. Fucking. How about Jesus Christ? <laughs> he could shred, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude.
0: He didn't have uh, to touch the guitar. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um how about fucking what's his name um guitar player for fat mike from no i
0: knew you were gonna say that
1: <laughs> yeah i see fucking... the bass player <laughs> do, 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 do. oh that's right
0: but he is Man. an awesome bass i mean it's a guitar
1: he'd play guitar too yeah <clears throat> i i did think of that but <clears throat> Um, I mean, I guess I put Paul McCartney. It is a bass guitar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's not what we're doing. Yeah, you know, I. That was kind of just a brain fart. Um, I can't remember the guitar player's name, but I did not meet the guitar player from NoFX. Just because those songs are like, I mean it's it's punk shit you know but
0: i love punk riffs
1: it's it's really good songwriting though you know like that's the thing about genres is like you could take a song and just the bass music you know like you could put different instruments on it or like make it a different tempo have a different singer on it you know like turn it into a different genre same song you know so like Mm. the songwriting underneath a lot of people don't think about that like even with pop shit you know like yeah it's kind of like manufactured and shit but someone had to create that and write it you know and like it's it
0: just starts <clears throat> out as a piece of paper a lot of times you know
1: yeah dude and like um just i don't know the song the songwriting like no effects they put out like fucking 30 albums or something you know so
2: of Damn, course they're gonna be
1: that. i mean it's not that many but it is a lot dude it's like maybe 20.
0: well i was watching <laughs> fat mike you know like favorite riffs He was like playing some of his favorite riffs probably ones i think that they wrote as well that he wrote and i was like dude these riffs are crazy dude
1: they're all so good at their instruments Yeah.
0: and you know, a lot of people might think, like, punk, rock, or, uh, punk is so easy. It's like, Right. And I'm like, dude, you got to be more creative than that. You don't just go, like, right? fifth fret, third fret, seventh fret, down mm-hmm. picks, you know? Right. It's like, dude, you got to be creative. And I remember even approaching some other band I play with that were into rock and, like, metal type stuff and punk and I'd approach them with some riffs and they didn't really understand them or something they were just different than what they were used to right and I think that's kind of the whole point of it too is like you gotta sometimes make up a riff that for me It was like, you're trying to confuse that other guitar player so you make it harder for them to figure out what you're playing. Right. Because then they can't steal your riff. And, you know, I guess Keith Richards was... I didn't even put him on my list, but he was one of those guys he would play in different tunings. Mm -hmm. But not just play with a slide, he would play with his fingers. Yep. And one of his reasons he said he did that was so that people couldn't figure out how to play their songs. Yeah. But I do love Keith Richards. He's definitely one of my top favorites. Right. Um, But actually, my next one was Randy Rhodes.
1: I can wrote your list for you. (laughs) Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Mm And I think the reason I really loved Randy Rhodes was just because, like, dude, he was like a classical guitar player that, like, played rock. Mm-hmm. And his solos are like. You know, Zach Wilde said that about Randy Rhodes, where he's like, he had, like, solos within his solos. Right. Like, his solo would be, like, eight different. Orchestrations within that one thing, yep. And even like when I'd learn his riffs, like even like Crazy Train, um, let me think here, it'd be like, you know, and then he'd be like, like throw in the lead lick right after his rhythm, mm-hmm. yep. I'm like, he did that like every. Measure like he would do his three measures, or whatever, and then the last one would be like some crazy lead guitar thing. Yeah. And yeah, he's just insane. A mind blower. Another one that I wish you know he was gone too soon for sure.
1: Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I and
0: mean, you got anybody else, or do you know my next one?
1: <laughs> um, I probably do. What number are you on?
0: Well it would be my second one you already knew my first one
1: okay so okay i have a pretty good guess but i'll go with mine um and i'm gonna have to think of it real quick um fucking uh what's his name from uh pink floyd oh david gilmore yeah
0: thank you and then roger waters was like the base
1: yeah i mean speaking of like just knowing who a guitar player is from their their bends you know uh-huh, so you had, like yo. that, that signature bend or just like the sound you know just when, when an artist can like find a sound and you just know who it is right away like i don't know i i, I don't think there's anything wrong with because we were talking about uh what's that band that sounds like led zeppelin
0: oh yeah um greta van fleet
1: right yeah like i don't i don't think there's anything really wrong with like being one of those musicians that is like in a pool of other musicians that all make similar stuff
2: Mm -hmm. it's
1: not there's nothing wrong with that like that's gonna happen with music
0: oh especially if you're like well i used to listen to a lot of led zeppelin it's like well then you're gonna sound like them you
3: know? i mean
1: you Absolutely. don't have to though like <laughs> well, it's maybe just because yeah. at the end of the day it's like you do decide you know you're making decisions on what what it's gonna sound like you know so do do <laughs> you
0: do do i always say that um yeah dude that's true
1: uh what i was yeah. saying though is like there's nothing wrong with that but there are those artists that are. They do stand out, and they are the ones who like influence people.
0: Dude, David Gilmore's bends. I'm like, he wouldn't just do like one bend in his bend. It'd be like two, two bends and one like we and it'd be like mm-hmm. way longer than like everybody else's standard bend. Right. And uh, so on that new pedal I got, I haven't even got to use it yet. I'm gonna use it today. Um. But there was a setting on the wah pedal called "frozen" or "freeze,"
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I guess it's kind of the effect that would be used on, kind of like comfortably numb and shine on your crazy diamond. I guess to give it like this weird, like spacier sound. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never tried it. Crazy. But yo, since you were mentioning Led Zeppelin, I actually didn't put Jimmy Page on the list.
1: Oh, I was gonna guess your number two.
0: You were thinking Jimmy Page? No. Oh. But yeah You didn't, didn't put that right. No, I didn't put him. Because he's an honorable mention.
3: But mm-hmm.
0: and I do love Jimmy Page's guitar <clears throat> playing. Definitely a legend. I just when I seen the list of like how many songs and riffs were kinda like Taken from other blues. All right. Stuff, I was like, I understand with music how it's like, yo, this was inspired by this. But sometimes I was like, yo, this is like, not just inspired, but this is like basically the same riff. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was kind of, I was pretty bummed out when I heard that because I was like, damn, dude, you kind of became a guitar legend by like, snagging all these songs from like or all these riffs that you made really memorable mm-hmm. and like the other people like didn't make them memorable right but I guess at least he did his thing and made it like epic yeah but who are you gonna guess
1: oh I was gonna guess Slash
0: <laughs> yeah faux Shell. for sure <laughs> Um, knew it
1: and why, i
0: yeah why did you how did you know
1: well because you hadn't said him yet and mm-hmm. um you told me it wasn't jimmy page and you told me jimmy hendrix was your number one who else could it fucking be yeah true that
0: <laughs> yeah i think the reason i always love slash besides his character where it was just like wow he's like Kind of seemed like the epitome of a rock star guitar player. hmm But his riffs to me were like, I don't know. They were like a classic kind of rock blues thing. Kind of like Aerosmith, but more edgy. Right. And his guitar solos were like... I don't know, not just bluesy, but they had like this kind of like Spanish influence to him or something. Right. And I don't know, I just love, I feel like he's like a riff machine and somehow he can keep making these like riffs that you can like tell it's his style, but they're different riffs, you know? Yeah. Or like I was saying before, it'd be like, okay, this song is like, d c g but for some reason he could like turn that d into like a cool little thing in itself and each like chord became its own little piece of music so right yeah and since he got sober i was like damn dude he's definitely been an inspiration to me to mm-hmm. get sober, too. I was like, fuck.
1: Right. Yeah. You got so,
0: anybody else for your...
1: Well, I guess... Top two be, or one? It'd be one, I think. Um, Yeah, and this isn't my number one. Um, hmm. How about... Motherfucking Daniel Johnston.
0: Oh my God, dude. I love Daniel Johnston. I was watching his, I actually bought his documentary.
1: Yeah, I remember watching one way back in the day. And I think yeah, we I mean, watched it, it together. Probably.
0: The Devil and Daniel Johnston.
1: <clears throat> right. Yep. Yeah, dude. it's just kind of like what I was saying, like the music underneath, you know, like because uh-huh. a lot of those songs have become covered by like more, other more popular artists. Uh-huh. And then they become that's like how he became popular in the first place, you know, like. Um, uh-huh. But the music underneath, like person writing those things, uh, that's I don't know, man, that's what like when I when i make music and like when i listen to my own my own stuff or like other people who are making music that are like kind of releasing stuff as they are learning the process and all that you know um i really do listen to like like the idea of the song and like kind of like what they're going for you know Uh might not be like the best execution but like just looking for like the potential in, in the song. And like, you know, cause a lot of people put a lot into their music, you know, and some people don't really put that much into their music and it's, it's, it's whatever, you know, but like, <clears throat> I think you could hear that more when you just put more of yourself into it, you know, and whether it's like the best song or not, you know, um,
0: the song writing, like the words too. I feel like uh, because I feel like a lot of Daniel Johnston's songs would like be basically like the same almost like chords like he probably just most of the time went with you know your basic chords like D C G A right (laughs) and and then he probably repeated his same chords in other songs maybe not but I think he got so creative with those few chords. Yep. You know, it's like, well, this one's in a different arrangement. Yep. And uh, his songs were so like he had a song called Walking the Cow and like another one, Running Water. Right. And I just like how like I like, who writes a song called walking the cow? And he's like, yeah, it's about like your burdens. Right. You know, but, um, yeah, my, one of the gifts Kayliana got me for my father's day gift was cassette tapes. Oh, Um, dope. And basically I've been wanting to record on this cassette player. I don't know why I've been putting it off because of Daniel Johnston. Mm -hmm. Like where I'm like, it sounds so silly and probably crazy but he's probably one of my biggest inspirations like a part of me is just like i want to be like daniel johnston yeah not as far as a crazy person um but i felt like i could relate to him so much even when he would say things like where he's like yeah i'm gonna be famous because i made a deal with the devil and, you know, that's something I would wrestle with forever where I was like, and I still have those thoughts where it's like, I feel like I made a deal with the devil. Like, even if it wasn't like physically in person, you know, it's like, it's not like I met the devil and shook his hand and like signed a contract. Right. But it feels like something almost on like, spiritual level where it's like and i don't think that even when you say like i made a deal with the devil maybe maybe somebody maybe it wasn't like a a deal to be rich and famous maybe it was a deal that's like hey man like if you leave me alone or something i don't know you know right like in life most people you might you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with the devil, or you're going to have to deal with evil things. You're going to have to deal with the bad stuff in life. Right. So that's kind of the way I look at the deal with the devil. It's like, hey, man, I'm dealing with it. Like. Mm -hmm. You know? Right. It doesn't doesn't really go away.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, man. (laughs) Um. Yeah, he daniel johnson was a trip man like and he lived like a pretty pretty sad life you know yeah but yeah dude it's... lonely life mm-hmm.
0: still probably i don't know he might still be living at his parents
1: i don't know is he still alive
0: i'm pretty sure dude he's one person i'll be like yo daniel johnson can i make a song with you
1: dude i gotta look it up because i'm not sure I thought I remember hearing some, some of him die, dude. You know it's a trip.
0: He came close multiple times, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: So I remember I get on Reddit one day, and uh, the Rick Astley song, uh, "Never Gonna Give You Up." You know, it was on the front page. It was just like the music video for it. Like I swear to God, I remember this because he died and <laughs> it was just you know people sharing that because he died and uh i was just thinking like man it's crazy that like he was kind of coming back you know um because you know he did he had that one song that was like a long ass time ago and then you know i think he might have just retired stopped making music or something mm-hmm and then this one song just fucking blows the fuck up and i think he was putting out music um again you know i'm kind of having a comeback, and then he died but i guess he fucking he didn't die what i, I swear to god i remember this yeah so like,
0: he's still I, alive yeah mandela effect
1: dude for real like hardcore
0: dude that quantum immortality
1: yeah, dude. Like, I, I'm trying to think of like if it could have been someone else. I don't know who it would have been. Be like, like, I swear he was dead. Because like David Bowie, he died a while ago. You know that was like it was a few years ago he died. Mm-hmm. Um, Do yeah. You find just, anything
0: I, about Daniel Johnston? Is he alive
1: still? So yeah, he died in 2019. He did. Yeah.
0: Well, geez, rest in peace, Daniel Johnson. How did I not know that?
1: Dude,
0: um... guess I could just cover one of his songs. Oh, I actually, one of my favorite songs that I have done a version of is uh, Devil Town. Right. I was living in a devil town. Mm. Yeah, all my friends were vampires. Right. I <laughs> didn't know they were vampires. I Turns think... out I was a vampire myself in the devil right. town. Yep. I love that shit. I love how his artwork, too, was like, it's just like simple drawings. hmm And, you know, people will just buy that artwork. It's like.
1: Yep. For sure. Hell yeah. So I guess we already know you're number one
0: jimmy hendrix who you got number one who's your number one
1: i already said it daniel johnson because i went first no, i started this is
0: not my number one
1: well it's not like in order so it's not my number one favorite oh, okay
0: yeah so that's a good one to put up top bro because mm-hmm. uh you know i remember when i seen kurt cobain i could have put kurt cobain on there
1: i thought of it too yeah
0: um and he was never my favorite guitar player as like, you know, oh, he's like so incredible with his fingers and blah, blah, blah. But I I would put him on there because he's like my uh, my ghost favorite where it's like, yeah, I can't really put him on the list, but he's the asterisk over there mm-hmm. at the side in parentheses because I feel like he uh, – Awesome, good job, son. I feel like he. Uh, what are you gonna show your clay creation? Nice. Again. I just made this. Nice. Heck yeah. Oh, a little Luigi world. This is my world? favorite. This is my favorite. Do you know my favorite? What is that? Cuphead world.
1: This is Cuphead, Among Us, P V Z, Smash, and then Mario
0: great job with your creation, son. kirk cobain was a really cool artist too but i think that's what i liked about his guitar riffs was that they were he was going for like the opposite of what everybody else was doing where he's like i want to make like music that in a way he went this route of like i'm gonna make it sound bad Mm -hmm. and that made it sound good Right. right And I think that's what I loved it. like, the, he w- I remember he would say things like, well, if people usually play on these notes and they move forward, well, I'm going to play like in between them and move backwards. Right. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, honorable mention for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: <clears throat> Dude. I mean... James well, the fountain
0: keep... is also one of my favorite guitar players.
1: <laughs> I was I was gonna do the same thing earlier.
0: I hate it when the guys are like, "Who's the top uh, three greatest guitar players?" And they're like, "Well, me, obviously." <laughs> like, right, dude, you're not supposed to put yourself on that fucking list.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably I'll probably keep thinking about it and just be like, "Oh, I should have said him or something."
0: Let's do another one here soon that like we could do bass players, you know, drummers, vocalists. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I think we should just kinda just start coming up with, with ideas and just do just do whatever, you know, like not really think about it too much, but just if you got an idea for a segment, you know.
0: What are your favorite <laughs> vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what vegetable like the weirdest fruit? On the planet?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fruit fruit review?
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah. There's some, like, dragon fruit. Yeah. It looks so weird.
1: Or the, uh, the one that's the durian fruit. What? Yeah, it's, like, crazy looking. Look that shit up. Pull it up.
0: How do you even spell it?
1: D-U-R-I-A-N. It's from it's from zelda is it it's a real fruit supposedly it's like is it in zelda though it is yeah um but it stinks like
0: crazy bad i was just thinking that looks like a butt
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like fleshy look at this, the meat on the inside is like a weird kind of like fleshy and it stinks but it's supposedly it's really good it's like a savory sweet
2: hmm.
0: dude that is crazy yeah i remember i would like watch videos proof. yeah of like uh <laughs> is that even real <laughs> what the hell? that's one giant
1: order one order 10.
0: yeah Dude, we, that would be cool to order some of these one day. I think, you know, I've heard of them like hybriding fruit.
1: Yeah. T- tiny, tiny watermelons. Look at that shit.
0: Whoa, dude. What the? That's a lemon kiwi or something.
1: They're like little grape cucumbers, cucumber grapes.
0: Whoa, Fuck man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see them right here. I was distracted by this strawberry face. <laughs> <laughs> it's got tiny little eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh my dope. God. That's, that's going to haunt me. I'm going to have nightmares about that, bro. Dude, I had such a bad nightmare the other night.
1: Yeah. Bro. What? Um, can we pause real quick? Yeah. These energy drinks, man.
0: All right, so I was saying I had a nightmare the other night. Right. And dude, this kind of messed up. but. So it was the night before I went to AA meeting. And I had this nightmare that I was, like, trying to dispose of some dead bodies. Mm-hmm. And I, I had them, like, stuffed in, like, some duffel bags and, like, suitcases and stuff. Right. And I was like, "Fuck! How am I gonna get rid of these dead bodies?" Like, I was trying to like hide them from my neighbors in the neighborhood because you know they were like coming around and be like, "Oh, what's going on here?" I'm like, "Nothing." Yeah. <laughs> and then I, you know, in my dream, I eventually remembered like I was like, "Oh wait, this is just a dream." Like I remember driving around in a truck and like trying to stash them in like garages and being like, "Where am I gonna do with these? I am mean, I have to?" Throw them in the river. Burn them. Can I put them in like some acid and just dissolve them? Because I have to make these like disappear. Mm -hmm. Untraceable. And I didn't know like who they were or nothing. But yeah, eventually I was like, wait, this is just a dream. You can just like wake up now. Right. And when I looked it up, it was saying something like about like you're like come like resolving trying to resolve your past mistakes or something so i just took it as that where i was like i don't know maybe i'm trying to get rid of the old me kill that person off if i'm going to aa and like because for me you know getting off the booze is like a total flip side for me it's actually something i didn't know if i'd ever do Right. But yeah, that was my nightmare.
1: Yeah. I think stuff like that can even come from like just general fear of like losing your security or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I'll have, I'll have dreams like that where like just, you yeah like you accidentally kill somebody in a car or something like that and you end up in prison and you're like fuck my whole life is fucked like right for sure have those dreams um i don't know man like i just i i think it's impossible to just figure out what a dream means like right (laughs) you know like there's people nobody knows what dreaming even is like
0: yeah, it's weird how it feels like in your mind, you know, and you be like, well, I wasn't even thinking of, like, I can understand sometimes when I'm like, I've been thinking about this a lot. And then I had a dream about it. Mm-hmm. But if it's like, dude, I don't ever think of that. What the hell was that? Yeah.
1: Dude, okay. So I feel like let's have... I just have some ideas for like some segments.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, we should do a, a dream one. hmm. Call call it dream journals or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because like I have some weird fucking dreams, dude, and just like even like past dreams, you know.
0: I have some that I've wrote down, and some that I'll never forget.
1: Like, you know, people really don't care to hear about your dreams for the most part but if it was like
0: other people's dreams you
1: know no if it was like a set like this is the time we talk about our dreams you know so like that'd be cool it, um, Yeah. so yeah the dream one um i was thinking yeah. <clears throat> maybe since <laughs> i'm just trying to think of like the most boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was like since both of us are like i mean your credit was already like you're already working on it but i'm, I'm working on my credit now mm-hmm. so maybe like a credit credit corner yeah <laughs> but yeah because um i don't i don't really know too much but even just a couple of things i know when i talk to people like most people do not know just the like little tricks and shit you know um <clears throat> My credit has gone up, just like a fucking hundred points or something. So that's bomb diggity. It's a cool feeling, man, and I'm like, fuck yeah! I want to keep, like, keep going up. Come on, you know. So
0: it's like a game, yeah. It's like a video game type of thing, but it's also based upon like your choices you make, and I feel like it's like if you can just hold black, hold back from like buying something. A lot of times, we're like, do I really need this? Or, um, because it is kind of like a a, sometimes I treat them like a bank account, basically, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Where it's like, I'm like, well, yeah, sure, I could have this money in the bank, which I'll save money in my bank account and my savings account and like keep that going up. But then I'm like, well, over on my credit card, if I just put, you know, this on it, I pay more on than my, a lot of times I'll pay like double what I need to pay because it's like, well, um, it's still there. If I really Mm -hmm. needed the money, I could still use it. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you know about credit utilization? like what so it's it's one of the things that they look at when they're reporting to the credit bureaus Mm -hmm. and like the credit card companies they look at your credit utilization which is like the percentage of your limit that you use you know so if you have a thousand dollar limit and you know you only spend a hundred dollars a month compared to someone who maxes it out every month, you know, like they, Oh they, right. it's one of the, yeah, it's one of the things they look at. Um, but I was reading that the percentage that you want to keep it at is like, if you're, if you're like just using the credit card to try to build credit, you know,
3: uh-huh.
1: um, it's like 5%. I think it's 5% where like the next bracket of, whatever scoring applies, you know? So hmm. if you stay under, if you stay under 5%, um, then you, you basically get like the most benefit as far Damn. as credit, credit utilization goes. I didn't
0: realize that. Like, I remember people would try to tell me like, keep it at like 50%. But then I was like, well, I'm going to go for like 30% or it's like, um, you know like if you had like a thousand dollars available or something it's like yo i have like 800 available usually mm-hmm. or something like that right but i didn't ever think of the five percent so you're saying like if you had a thousand available mm-hmm. you'd be using like 50, 50 bucks bucks
1: yeah so i have i got my first actual credit card mm-hmm. and it's a 200 hundred dollar limit and basically that's what i'm i'm using it for like um i just want to use i just want to use it for the that 5% credit utilization
0: like get some gas
1: just whatever like you know I, i'm just make, making a point to spend that. i think it's like 9 dollars or
0: something
1: mm-hmm. um and yeah just spend that pay it off on time every month and not even really look at it but it is cool too because, you know, just in case, you know, I don't see why I would I would need it, but it is nice knowing like, oh, there's this extra money here just in case, like, yeah, you know. So, um, so that's cool, you know. the The whole credit thing is just, I don't know, super it, important. It is, man. It's and it's crazy that it was like it was like 1979 they invented credit or something really yeah dude like they didn't even have credit until like yeah it was in like Hmm. 1979 or some shit
0: yeah it is weird how uh Hmm. like debt works and how it can help you having like a certain amount of debt and paying on it where it's like yeah like you know, when the a point comes in my life where it'll be like, yo, I got freaking two hundred thousand dollar loan for a house right. you know, it's like, well dang, that's gonna add a lot of debt.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know, it's just like when I was getting those tools where I was like, Well, I either you know, take this chunk that's like Four or five thousand dollars to get all these tools to work and make the money and pay on it or I don't have the ability to yeah. to do that work and as long as it's like then I'm like okay, I'm paying on these tools, then it's like okay, then my account over at the uh, the home store you know, keep that going up where it's like, okay, now I can go get all these supplies over here at the home store and, you know, hopefully go from, you know, say over at home Depot, I got like a $500 card or something. Yeah. 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, use some of this, keep paying until I can up it to a thousand. And then I'm like, hopefully one day I got, you know, ten thousand dollars I can use at the home store on a job. Right. You know, so it's like if I need to go get a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars worth of supplies for a job. Yeah. Go get it, pay the bill after the job's done and <clears throat> I don't know, play the game basically. For sure especially because i've really fucked my shit up before
1: yeah dude i'm i mean it it makes sense because people always say like i mean i always say at least um like my my parents didn't teach me shit about credit um but it makes sense because if it was only created in fucking, you know 30 years ago or something 40 years ago of course they didn't really know i mean Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's my specific case you know i
0: will be teaching my kids for
1: sure for sure and i'm yeah i'm actually like i do like the idea of like gamifying things you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that that one is easy it's like i mean no i i i like games i'm not a gamer like that though like But I love video games, you
0: know, yeah. I'm like a conqueror in video games where I'm like, if I'm play this game, I want to beat. If I get into the game, I'm like, I want to beat the entire game. Right. Get all Mm -hmm. the power-ups. Yeah. As much as you could collect all the coins. (laughs) Right. And, yeah, I mean, in the game of life, if this was a simulation and we were living in the sims you know our credit in my mind that's going to determine if we can go get a new truck you know if you can get a house if you you know when i think of things like the entertainment business where i'm like well i want to get freaking rv one day and a trailer and sound equipment lights I ain't going to have the money to just buy all that. Right. But if I can, (laughs) you know, take the right steps, get affiliated with the right companies, like that musician's friend, how they offer those types of things. I don't know if you've ever looked into that one day, but since your credit's been getting better, it's, you know, something you can always look into for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're gonna get back to whatever you need. Or, you know, to for me I was like, well getting the mixer. You know, Mm -hmm. making these slow progressions to build the home studio and live stuff where I look at it as a business too, where it's like treat it like a business and keep your personal stuff and your business separate right What i try to do like i if i'm spending my business my crossroads construction card for my bank account for crossroads construction i'm like well that's only for business transactions right even if i'm going to buy lunch during work mm-hmm. i'm like well i'm eating lunch for work so yeah. i can get back to work <laughs> For sure. Yep. But if I'm gonna go buy my kids some toys, right. I am buy that from my business account. Like
1: for sure, dude. <clears throat> yeah, it's I think there's a lot of stuff you could teach me, you know, and um well, I think you could teach me a lot too. Well, another thing I was gonna say is um because I I had my my first venture into building my credit was the the chime card mm-hmm. um which i i mean i i recommend that to anybody because it's like it's kind of a no-brainer it's kind of a pain in the ass though because um enabled or in order to to use it to be able, to be able to do it you have to get a direct deposit on your card so you have to do that through your employer or whatever oh, yeah. so um but you could do it once you just have to get one direct deposit on the card and then um, you just put money on it, and then you spend that money, but it doesn't really spend your money. It just it sets that money to the side, and then counts as credit because it's you know it's a credit transaction. Oh right. And then at the end of the month, when your statement comes out, they just they use all that money that they set aside, your money, you know, to pay it off at the end of the month. So. It's like, it's credit, but you're only allowed to spend what you kind of, Oh,
0: but um, it's like a secured credit thing. So it's like, yo, I put,
1: it's basically, yeah.
0: Yeah. You put this money into it. So then the money you spend gets paid off. By the money yeah. You put into it. So if you have like,
1: so can you put more into it all the time? Yeah. You can transfer right from your bank. You can mm-hmm. transfer money into it. So, I mean, I think the easiest way to do it, I, I just have a portion of my check direct deposited into that, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is kind of nice because it shows up two days before you normally get paid. So mm-hmm. Wednesday or something. So Wednesday I'll get a portion of my check on that card. And then I just have all my small reoccurring payments,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, being paid with that card.
0: Nice. And
1: then like, if I'm at the store getting a snack or a drink or something, you know, I'll, I'll use that card, any s- small purchases, you know,
0: Nice.
3: so
1: it's just, yeah, Dude, it's been helping thing, so far.
0: The other thing that I've found that helps with not even, it won't even go on my credit is those other things like, um, Klarna or Afterpay. Mm-hmm. there's stuff like that. All these little app programs, um or there's like a firm through amazon where it's like hey you want to buy this um something for 100 bucks right well you can through this program so like say with Klarna, um let me see i have what they'll do is they'll kind of create like a a virtual card for you for like a one-time purchase Mm-hmm. and say with Klarna it says i have 764 dollars of purchase power right but i'm not going to spend all that mm-hmm. at all and it's not really credit it's credit with them sort of um but it'll be like i'll I'll get like you know say i want to get some birthday presents or something but i don't want to drop Hundred, two hundred dollars, just right off the bat. Be like, hey, I'll do it in four payments of twenty-five, or four right. payments of forty bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And so you just do that right through the app, and it doesn't even get reported to the credit bureaus. Right. So, I think if you mm-hmm. don't pay it, you yeah. know, if you then they're gonna report it. Right. But it's a nice little tool to use on the side yeah it's like hey man this is not affecting my credit and it's a nice little way to um you know because it's like what you got a 20 dollar payment here or there you know, mm-hmm. as long as you're working and making money that's it's nothing you know but uh yep. say i would use it if i was um like, I got a bunch of new camera stuff, you know, to build up my uh, video production business. Right. And I was like, okay, I'll just use it through this thing. Because then I can, you know, have these small payments and still build the business. Because it's like, well, I'm going to use this these tools to make more money. So, it's another thing I just i recommend for you or other people out there and i think it's good for people that have like bad credit as well
1: um yeah it's that's cool that you mentioned that because i was gonna say i'm pretty sure because i think i'm just gonna keep what i have right now and see how that goes just for i don't know whatever Uh but because i think when you open a new line of credit it it can your credit score can take a hit from that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Just from opening a new line. So I open, I did the chime one and then I have the capital one credit card.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but I'm thinking, cause I've never gotten a loan before. Cause I could, I never could, you know, I never had credit before. Uh-huh. Um, so I think probably just do what I've been doing, you know, keep building my credit with these two, these two cards, and then I have like a little bit of medical debt, which I'm pretty sure medical debt doesn't go against your credit score. Like it, it does show up on your credit report. Um, but I think that's one of those things where it's not it's not bad debt like some other debt, like credit card debt. Right. Because um, you didn't necessarily borrow it. So it, it. I think it's reported different. But if you're paying on it, That looks good. Yeah. Uh, So I have been paying on that, and I think it might be smart to try to get a loan and then just pay that all off. You know.
0: Oh yeah, pay off all your other debt.
1: Just that that one medical bill. It's like it's like
0: eleven hundred dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went with a credit union now for my bank. Mm -hmm. I'm with Intrepid Credit Union. I think they're only in Helena. Maybe right. I don't know, um, but I've never used a credit union. And I was asking, them, I was like, "What's the difference?" And they're like, "We're a nonprofit." Right. Um, and that's what I hated about banks before. And I have heard things about, you know, people that would work at banks where they're like, "Yo, I get bonuses for like overdraft fees," mm-hmm. and I've heard some shady things about some banks out there that they would kind of intentionally do things and not have things go through so that you would end up getting like an overdraft fee or sometimes they'd be like line it up so you would have like a bunch of different transactions going through at different times so it would create multiple overdraft fees So, I don't know, it's a, it's a shady world out there, um, but I finally got out of those cycles because I was stuck in a cycle of, like, um, not being able to catch up. Right. But it helped me when I was like, yo, I stopped, I got off the substances that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like, yo, I don't, I'm not spending my money on all these other things that aren't helping me. Yeah. i was just putting my money into my credit, yeah. and that's my new addiction. Where dude, I'm like every day I'm checking my stuff. You know? Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, man. Like I, another one is is investing too. Like, um,
0: like Bitcoin or stocks.
1: Just well, I was talking about stocks,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, dude, I I kind of got caught up in the whole like uh reddit fucking wall street bets mm. uh gamestop and amc one you know like i don't know if you heard about that at all really
0: i heard like um, their stocks went like way up or they dropped off
1: yeah it, well
0: <clears throat> maybe they dropped off so you could buy them real cheap or something i don't know
1: it's it, it started like i don't know like it was i think it was 2020 kind of like a few months into the pandemic. Um, or it might have been like right away, but yeah, it just it was like a, a like a meme. The stock itself became a meme, you know, uh-huh. and so all these people were buying it, and they were trying to. They're kind of com- competing against these hedge funds, you know. These people that their whole company is devoted to, like trading stocks and doing all, have all having all these different tactics to make money off the stocks, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and it was kind of working, you know like they were basically just trying to wait out it was just like a waiting game you know people holding holding on to their stocks and tr- kind of trying to control this one stock through the internet uh-huh. and it was yeah it was, it was kind of working dude like um you know like I think because you can you can look at the charts and it's pretty insane like because it was you know, like 50 bucks or something for the longest time, or maybe even less. It was like, you know, 12 bucks or something, whatever, you know, it's pretty cheap. Um, and then I think the highest I got was like 370 or something like that. 370 per stock, you know? Hmm. Um, but that's like, that's a whole different thing. You know, that's, it is like, it's, they call it a meme. For a reason you know like me, i'm calling calling it a meme stock um right and there's there's smarter ways to invest you know and I, I i got into it and i kind of thought it was it was cool you know but like i said like there's smarter ways to do it you know there are there are ways where you can make money just you know if you got a hundred bucks here and there to invest in some smart stocks you know and over time you just let it build
0: yeah that's what I would do with you have cash app at all mm-hmm. yeah say I buy some stocks and like I just need to buy them again because I think I pulled them all out a while back right but my new philosophy is just gonna be like I'm just gonna buy it and like leave it there forever for sure basically i'm like 10 years from now and my kids are adults i'll be like yo i just kept dumping money into disney and apple and amazon
1: and well yeah really just like um just the companies that you that you like and you believe in you know mm-hmm. um if and you they really believe-
0: used by like everybody too i feel like mm-hmm.
1: no i mean like that i, I think that is that is a smart way to go about it is instead of just following the hype and like going online reading what other people are saying is going to be valuable you know just investing in the companies that you you actually believe in you know
0: yeah and that are going to be around forever yeah. like i'm like fucking walmart is going to be around forever right you know yeah dude like like we shop no ma- at walmart no matter how much i'd be like oh look well, fuck the corporations i'm like dude we shop at Walmart
1: like mm-hmm. yeah if, if you if you would have bought like even you know like 10 years ago I'm sure a stock for Walmart was I don't know what it is I don't know what it was then or what it is know, now. But like, you
0: could drop a hundred bucks into it you could drop a right. thousand you know
1: yeah and if you would have did that 10 20 years ago I don't know how much money that would have made you, but for sure I'm doing the same with Bitcoin something. now
0: too where yeah
1: i'm not so sure dude i'm not i mean i i did i think i bought like four dollars worth of bitcoin mm-hmm. i don't think i can find it now but
0: so did you lose money on it
1: well it's gone down quite a bit the whole uh, the whole crypto shit is like
0: yeah not i'm not good. sure what to think about it but i am still interested in digital currency and nfts let's see the basic the thing i need to do is I need like two hundred and fifty dollars in Bitcoin to mint one NFT. So I'm like right. well, one day I do hope to if this is gonna be part of the future still, I would like to have a collection of NFTs.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man, like I I <laughs> feel like NFTs are Honestly, it feels like just like either it's not there yet or it's it feels like a scam because a lot of people are like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's I mean, it's not really that complicated. It's just you're basically paying for a a receipt. Like you're paying for proof of ownership of something that you can't really own. You know, like. Unless it is something that's like on a server where you own this certain chunk of the server. Like
0: yeah, or they'll sell like digital real estate.
1: Yeah, like that's something that's something I can I can understand because that is like, you know, if it's just like you bought this JPEG of a tweet, you know, people can just copy that, you know, like how how do you really own that?
0: What it makes me think of is, if get deeper into the metaverse, which I don't know. You've been using your Oculus.
1: Um, not not as much as I thought I would. I need to, uh, I need to buy a good game because I don't, I haven't bought any games yet. Mm.
0: Well, I just think if we get deeper and deeper into the metaverse, where it's like, yeah, ten years from now, people are spending the majority of their time in the virtual digital world, where they might be like, yo, I bought this this is my land in the digital world and this is my house and this is my skins i've bought and this is my Mm -hmm. i don't know if they're like yo i spent ten thousand dollars on this piece of art in my digital world right i'm like what or like the things where they're like i've heard of them buying like ownership of like an interview you know like there was a 60 minutes interview with Mac Miller, or something. I don't know. I'm like, dude, this is so weird. What people are, you know, okay. It makes me think of the pineapple thing. Have you heard about that back in the day? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Where they were like, the pineapple had so much value. I don't know if there wasn't very many pineapples or something. Oh, right. But like, rich people would. Buy pineapples just to carry around, Mm -hmm. because it was like a way of showing how wealthy you are, right? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just, but I believe more in. I'm not really into all that shit. I'm more interested in me, like, yo, I'm gonna get solar panels and a garden, and fucking land, right? You know, and be like, you know, some real physical real world stuff i'm more interested in the real world than this virtual world because i i don't want my kids to get super sucked into the virtual world we love video games and you know movies and stuff but i'm like look man at the end of the day the sky and the sun and the fucking grass and water Mm -hmm. that's that's real mm-hmm. life, you know.
1: But
2: <laughs> uh,
1: just recently, I started to see uh, people on the internet. They'll instead of just like, you know, how something will just come up, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like kind of using that phrase or whatever. Oh, like,
0: um, sus.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the new one is touch grass because <laughs> someone will just be freaking out online and someone will feel be like, oh. <laughs> dude, go touch some grass, like, you know, go outside.
0: <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah. When we were at, um, I was on the ill Mortal tour and there was this, like, I think it was on a res reservation in Oregon, or it seemed like a hippie commune almost type of place, you know? And... This homie, I don't remember what he, his name was. It might have been something like Brown Bear or something like that. But he gets up and he's doing his rap. And it was pretty much like a freestyle, I think. And he was the dude that gave us like a whole big gulp full of mushrooms. He comes around and he's doing his set and he's like, I go into the woods and I touch the ground. And anything I speak it comes around. And I was like, it just really made me think about, you know, I remember tripping one time and just like, just touching the ground and being like, feeling how powerful it is to just, you know, have that connection with the earth. For sure, dude. And we forget about that sometimes. We get so caught in society and, you know, living in our, apartment and driving a car to work yeah work, working inside all day and using the toilet and making sure i'm changing my light bulb today you know mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like we take these things for granted like when the power goes out we're like oh shit the yeah. internet goes down i can't log into my Wi Fi server, you know.
1: Dude, yeah. I it's I I honestly can't wait. I've been wanting to go fucking swimming so bad. I mean it's not hasn't really been like crazy hot. It's been a couple of days, but
0: Yeah, dude. The other day I'm just stoked. I'm working right by the river. Independence bank is like right by um you know where the walking bridge is, the old bridge in Great Falls? Mm-hmm. It's basically literally right there. Like I could walk out the door and go on that walking bridge. Right. And, you know, so we're in there taping away. And, you know, my cousin's like, whoops, missed this one. You know, and I was like, oh, whoops, my bad. And I, like, look out, the because it's hot. We're on the third floor now, and it's hot. Right. And I, I look over at the water by the bridge. I'm like, oh, man, I just want to jump off that bridge right now. And Kay, my cousin's like, hey, Jake, it's not that bad. It was just a piece of tape you missed. <laughs> uh, you know, because we're all crowded. <clears throat> I'm like, no, dude, I'm in, it's so hot in here. I just want to jump in that water. Right. You know, but keeping the mood light and joking around with the guys is so important. For sure. It's so easy to be like, fuck, it's hot in here. I hate my job. It's not that I hate my job. Yeah. At times I used to think that, though. I'm like, fuck my job. God damn it. I wish I was doing something else in my life. But, you know, I've learned to just try to be happy with... You know, what you're doing and, yeah. And just to have like a purpose again. Cause I remember at, at times in my life when I was like, I feel like I don't know what to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Just having that purpose and even just doing these podcasts with you once a week. Super nice.
1: For sure, dude. Yeah. I think, you know, we don't have to do like, lists of everything all the time you know um i think doing some like like paranormal type shit would be would be fun maybe like ghost stories or just like looking up actually i have some right now we should probably end it sometime soon because it feels like we've been how uh, long we've been going
0: uh five hours right <laughs> yeah we'll hear it uh, soon here it's it's about 419, so you got about one more minute to hit it no.
1: <laughs> Right. Right. Um, yeah. Paranormal type shit or like. Uh,
0: what do you have that you want to look up, though?
1: Something in mind? Yeah, it was this picture. So there was. The headline reads, Here, I got to go to screen sharing. The headline can you see that yeah so it was this picture i came across on reddit um, yeah this fucking dog man what the picture <laughs>
0: yeah dude. werewolf or something
1: well i have no idea
0: like... it looks like uh some sort of creature from middle earth
1: It looks like the bad Sonic
0: the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. Ugly Sonic. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Yeah, dude. Ugly Sonic. He's in the new Chippendale. Oh my gosh. It does. It reminds me of this thing. uh, An old movie. A gnome named Norm. Mm Mhm. It looks like that gnome. Dude. So what, did they have a story about it or anything? There's, like, strange photo.
1: And they were just asking asking the internet if they knew. I mean.
0: What do you think?
1: The dog man shit is pretty creepy. I don't know if it's a dog man.
0: I, th- I believe in. Well, I believe that there could be strange creatures out there. I, like, do believe in, like. Uh, vampire-like people or people that are more dog-like, like lichens, you know? Because in my mind, I'm like, dude, I feel connected with, like... I've always felt, like, connected with, like, the werewolf-type stuff. Mm-hmm. Or Cause if I am like, doing The Moon is Full, I might be acting a little crazier. Yeah. Um, But I have heard of things in, like, Russia where there was some mm-hmm. um, hybrid experimentation of, like, putting... Like yeah. in like dog genetics and human genetics where they would try to take like a dog's head and put on a human body. I heard that. And uh, some people don't want to believe this, but I'm like, no dude, there are mad scientists out there. There are like psychos too. Mm-hmm. I seen one the other day that was fucking haunting on my TikTok. What was it? Well, it was about some they were like there was this person found in a house that was, like, the torso had, like, a bunch of other arms sewn onto mm-hmm. it. Right. And then they were, like... And then there was another body in there found with, like, a, a bunch of the legs sewn onto it. So it had, like, eight arms or something. And then another one had, like, eight legs. Dude. And then they found all mm-hmm. these... So then they, like, track down the serial killer psychopath that, like, you know, in his house. So, like, there was tons of dismembered human bodies. I'm like, dude, there's fucking psychos out there that are into that. I don't know how they're even into that. But right. that's why I'm, like, super cautious and especially with, like, my kids and stuff. I don't want them to come across this shit on the internet or even just, uh, you know, when I walk through Walmart and I see the missing people pictures
2: Yeah.
0: and you know, there'll be adults, um, uh, or even just like, you'll hear about like indigenous women that are missing. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, you know, uh, where are they? Like, somebody was talking the other day about some homies that went to Thailand. Like, there was a Thai restaurant here, and they would go to Thailand on a trip. hmm And the owner of the place was like, all right, kids, they're probably, like, young adults. Like, if you're trying to pick up a prostitute, let me help you with that because you don't want to try that yourself you know you could end up getting robbed or worse you just end up in their sex ring Mm -hmm. and yeah like i remember when our homie was gonna go meet his like new love in another country i'm not gonna name names or nothing Mm -hmm. i got super paranoid right and i was like oh my god because i'm like dude I don't want you to end up in a human trafficking ring. You know, just because that shit's all nonchalant out there. You know, I don't know. Like, you might not even right. realize that's what's going on. Yep. But yeah, super For scary, real, man. Because it's like, yeah, psychos.
1: Yeah. Daddy, it's, and it's crazy too because there if you do it like if you just have a fascination with that stuff like not not tra- not human trafficking but like uh like surgeons you know like they at, at a certain level they are interested in like cutting people open you know like they're like, oh, Fuck yeah. Yeah. they're like stoked about it and they learn everything about it and like that's their livelihood you know um but you know if you just go and like in your shop you're cutting people open and you're same thing you're just like dude this is sick like <laughs> yeah. you know it's just crazy that you're allowed to do it if you're but but i'm pretty sure it does lead to some people who are like you know they do go about the right ways of doing that shit, but they're they're also psychos you know
0: well yeah so my <clears throat> wife was had this job she would clean she had this client that she's like, yeah, he got really wealthy off of. It made medical instruments. I like he invented mm-hmm. some new ones. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, she would go out to this place. That was out in the sticks, sort of, you know, like way out there. That was like off the grid, solar panel, like this type of shit. And I was like, okay, you're going to stop working for this person like i don't even walk if they pay you well and whatever She's like, well it's really nice i'm like don't of course that's the worst yeah like if they're really nice they're paying you well they make medical instruments i'm like (laughs) fucking psycho
1: i mean maybe not maybe
0: he yeah i'm like maybe he's a good person but i'm like it's kind of for me my anxiety paranoia, I was like, there's kind of some red flags or some yeah. yellow flags, at least. Right. You know, I want to believe that people are good people, but, you know, it's just like they say about, uh, you know, they ask fucking, like, Chris Hansen, the catch predator, like, how do you spot a predator? Right. And he's like, Psh, you can't spot him in a crowd. Yeah. So- like they're, yeah, they're not the ones that stand out, you know. Right, for sure. But yeah, it's the weird thing. Like when I walk in the AA the other day, I'm like, uh, well, they're definitely gonna notice me because mm-hmm. fucking crazy hair, or tattoos all over, you know. Right. But whatever, I guess be yourself and just like you probably walking into your apartment, like a bunch of old folks and like, who's this young man with all the tattoos? Right.
2: <clears throat> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But thankfully, we don't live in that time where I think a lot of people don't judge a book by its cover much anymore.
1: They for sure do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but people still
0: racist. Know.
1: Yeah. It's, I, pe- people are definitely more accepting of, of that type of shit, but people still judge you, like just quick, you know, one second judgments, you know.
0: Of course, I have mine too, where I'm like, it's just a human nature thing. Yeah. Where you're like, well, that person's definitely a tweaker.
1: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean... Uh... So yeah, I'll I'll try to think of like some other segment ideas I could bring to the table.
0: Yeah, me and, too. I like the dream idea. I do like the list ideas as well, and yep. the uh, financial stuff. Yep. Because, and I do like the paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we do, because I'll listen to a lot of podcasts that they're like specifically they'll be like on this podcast we're gonna talk about this uh unsolved mystery or whatever right and i'm all about it bro
1: for sure Fuck yeah dude
0: well i'm looking forward to the next podcast this one was rad 57 and... 57 yeah i'm not really doing so many with like guests Nowadays, if they hit me up, sweet. But I would like to one day. I might have to upgrade my account, so we could do Mm -hmm. double, like the busty guy. Mm -hmm. Like if we could get that guy on, it'd be cool if you and I. Yeah. Could chat with him, you know.
1: For sure. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, I feel like. Um. It'd be cool just to have like, if it's just gonna be just me and you, then having these other things that can make it like more entertaining and you know even more interesting for us to do each time, you know.
0: Well, we'll get better at it once we get to like up to a hundred, and we start figuring the shit out. Because in my mind, I'm like, dude, we're still a baby right now, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. The podcast mm-hmm. is just a baby. I don't Dude. plan on stopping this ever
1: well uh yeah mine mine isn't even born yet I haven't even made it yet and i'm I still want to do it, man
0: we're fathering this uh <laughs> it's father's yeah. day so happy Father's day, happy father's Day bro this is our new baby crossroads podcast it's still in a just
1: we're we're we got it. teeth yet. Mhm.
0: Still on the tee.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Fuck um, yeah, dude.
0: Well, hell yeah to anybody that's even listening out there. We're going to be getting better at this stuff. And if you got ideas for this I'm going to start getting other people involved somehow. Um I'm going to start promoting it more, like you know, and that's why I'm trying to brand everything under Crossroads so it all kind of intertwines. And that, yeah, we'll get more people interested. So shout out to all the listeners out there. We get some random ones. I'll chop up some clips, break them up into little segments.
1: And, you know. Next time we'll get the intro right.
0: Next time we'll get the intro (laughs) right. And I'll be on top of it. So.
1: And I'll have my AirPods.
0: And I, I don't know. I'll shave my beard and my head i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah definitely not do better it. do it oh. i'll be shaving my chest No, right.
1: you're shaving something shaving, shaving
0: something yeah shave all your right. feet yeah dude <laughs> hopefully i have some news on it i sold a picture of my feet yeah you know? yeah fuck yeah all right peace out Stop. i'm gonna go get these feet dirty and get some new pictures shot word going to the walk into the crossroads barefoot yeah
2: Yep. All right, later later.
1: Peace, everybody.